0: Hey all welcome to Wilco's Nothing But Ramblings. This is episode number one, I'm Wilco and I'm here to talk to myself for the next probably 30 odd minutes, we'll see how we go. Um, I guess what this is, this is my new podcast, this is because I don't have a lot of time during the afternoons, but I have lots of time in the middle of the day when no one else is available, so I sit here and talk to myself and say what I've been up to, I guess, for the last odd week, and just say what's on my mind, get some stuff out, and just have a bit of fun just me talking about things that are going on so i guess that's what this podcast will be but i'm happy for you guys to join me for the ride and we'll see where it goes and what it turns into i've got lots of ideas but uh, nothing really jumping out at me at the moment except for the fact that i want to do something i want to do something where i practice myself talking just consistently and, um, yeah, just doing a podcast solo. It's something that I've always wanted to do, so it's something that I've decided I finally will do with this expansion of Locked On Lads that we are currently undergoing. Uh, like I said, I've had this in the back of my mind to do for a very, very long time. Shout out to, to Mr. Remy over at Bob Shell Jackets. He is the one that inspires me with uh, my morning coffee, rest in peace, or I haven't seen it for a while, so maybe it is still there. I've changed RSS feed providers a lot that maybe I've just missed it but um, he does a very good talk uh, talk show version uh, about 15-20 minutes of just him talking about a uh, given topic so I want to do it a little bit wider than that I'm doing a little more writing at the moment so I'll delve into that kind of stuff um, what I've expand on basically the little blog posts and articles that I'm writing for LockedOnLads.com just sort of expand on that a little bit or give some stuff behind the scenes of what I actually did to more, more in-depth details of what I'm playing uh, in for those articles or, or the stories that I'm seeing come across my inbox. Um, why? I guess I sort of answered that before uh, just filling in some time. Uh, every Definitely every Monday, I generally have probably about four hours to myself in the middle of the day. So that's a good time for me to write and record and edit and and make other content for uh, LockedOnLads.com. So it's about Time that I pulled my finger out and finally did something that um, I've been wanting to do for a very, very long time. So, very excited just to see what it goes, what it who picks it up, and um, what you guys out there think of it. So, uh, you can always get me at uh, Wilco's Chill Zone at gmail.com, uh, but at the more uh, immediate web uh, email address of contactuslockedonlads.com is probably the easiest way to get a hold of me. Uh, but, Wilco's Chill Zone on Twitter. Uh, and also now streaming through uh, twitch.tv slash locked on lads uh, a couple nights a week along with the other boys. Uh, you also see some stuff over at uh, YouTube. Once I set that up properly, uh, I think it should be youtube.com slash locked on lads as well, but we will have to test that later. But I guess the big thing I've been doing for the last sort of week, this episode was supposed to be recorded on Monday, but I was in Sydney on Monday, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday have been chaos. Uh, trying to get this website up and running for the podcast last night of a Tom Clancy podcast. And yeah, so this, the uh, recording of it unfortunately slipped till today when I've got some free time. The Website's up. We launched it last night. We sold a couple of things through the merch store. Um, everything seems to be working as intended, except for a few little spelling mistakes and things like that. But yeah, pretty happy with where it's at at the moment. Now we move into that process of letting people actually know it's there and seeing who will actually drop by and see it and if anyone actually does it. So we're sort of giving ourselves 12 months, um, I guess, internally that we go for this expansion. We see what happens. We see what sticks and we see if it's worth it. Like we've got a fairly good audience, a very consistent audience with uh, Locked On a Tom Clancy podcast. We've doubled in other things like ESL rap. Um, Me and Butters myself came from uh, this mega Pokecast about Pokemon Go. Uh, we also did Super Hype Train, which was a very ambitious podcast, which inevitably failed because it was too ambitious at the time. Um, and we probably it, we started big, and we should have started small and grown up, I guess, rather than starting big and, and hoping for the best. But uh, and the mega cast is still going as well at the moment. But yeah, we we've grown and changed over the three or four years that I've been content creating, and yeah, so. Interesting to see how this goes. But, like I said, the website's been my focus for the last, or basically, week. Uh, Outside of that, I've been playing a bit, but I don't play much on the PC at the moment, because when I'm in front of my PC, I am doing website stuff. So now that's up and running, I should be able to get back to PC. I'm looking forward to jumping into more Division 2 very soon, start that grind again. Um, However, there's some things that are really pulling me away from it at the moment, and that's suiting my lifestyle at the moment, and my lifestyle is gaming on the run, I guess, uh, is the best way to describe it, because my life is fairly busy at the moment. I get up and start work at 4 o'clock in the morning, uh, which is why I get this massive chunk of time in the middle of the day to basically either game or create content, or sometimes, a lot of times, sleep, uh, because, yeah, I've got those kids I've got to grab by 3 p.m., so got that window of generally between 12 and 3 or 1 and 3 to have lunch, play games, create content or sleep. So outside of that, I am spending a lot of time with my wife of an evening where I used to be streaming a lot more before we got married. So that has been a shift I've had and a lot of that honestly is due to the fact that I get to 7, 7.30 at night and I am ooh, just gone. I'm so exhausted. Uh, I need to get up by sort of 3 o'clock is the alarm so... Uh, streaming is very hard at night so chilling on the lounge is, is sort of me at the moment at, at night so you are missing out on a lot of my streaming that's why the boys are filling the gap now we've made it locked on lads on Twitch so but back to gaming on the run which is my lifestyle at the moment I am playing a lot more on my phone um, playing a lot more mobile games at the moment because I get a spare five ten minutes at work I can just quickly sit there and play Lego Towers, which I'll talk about in a sec, and Dr. Mario are my two uh, drugs of choice at the moment, so they're sort of keeping me sane in between the craziness of my life. But the other thing that has really helped in these crazy times is the Switch. Like I said, I can chill out in the lounge overnight, or um, I get about at a half-hour window at work sometimes where I can sit back and, you know, I've got nothing to do, and I generally will fall asleep on my front seat of my car. Uh, but if I've got my Switch with me, with me, which I do now, uh, I'll sit there and play something on the Switch. Uh, that that is my gaming at the moment. So I'll play about an hour or so at night on the Switch on the lounge while watching TV shows, and yeah, and then mobile games when I can. So the drug of choice, as we say, uh, for the Switch at the moment is Dragon Quest Builders Two. I didn't want to start anything else until I've recorded this first episode because I wanted to talk about Dragon Quest Builders Two in-depth, and then move on to a couple of the other games I've got lined up, uh, say, Marvel Ultimate Alliance and uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses as well, which are both itching to get into, so hopefully I'll start them next week and give you a bit of feedback on what they're about, but Dragon Quest Builders 2, oh my god, it is exactly what I needed in my life right now. Uh, If you've heard any of my other talkings for the last couple of weeks on other podcasts, uh, Moonlighter has been uh just uh, has my 100 percent full attention at the moment uh however that was because i was buying stuff i was doing dungeon runs collecting stuff selling stuff that's what i wanted to do that's the game loop i really wanted i was enjoying it uh but i missed the crafting like there's just no crafting if you wanted to make stuff you had to take it to a vendor he had to make it for you you had to pay lots of money it was a, a cash sink, I understand why it was there, otherwise you would be just making stuff really expensive and selling it off, um, but I really craved that crafting, I've craved that creation um, of, of things, like I even dabbled with Xbox Game Pass into uh, Farming Simulator 2017 of all things, and oh my god, that was scratching that itch as well, but dragon quest builders 2 came along i wasn't a huge minecraft player there was a hot minute there where i did play it obsessively for about a, about a week but never really something i've really jumped into because when i played minecraft there's just it's like when i play zelda breath of the world there's no end game there you dig you dig you there's nothing dragging you along you're just trying to find the better thing and the better thing and the better thing uh dragon quest builders 2 was not on my radar I must say I didn't play Dragon Quest Builders one. Um, I sort of wanted to, but I just missed it. But Dragon Quest Builders two, it was I've got a list of games basically release dates on my calendar, so I know the ones that I definitely have to get. Dragon Quest Builder two wasn't on that, so it just happened to come out in a week where I was free. I had a bit of spare time uh, with travel coming up, so I went. I'll get that. Why not? Um, I've got a little bit more disposable income now than I used to, so yeah, we'll get it and we'll see what it's like. And from the first moment, uh, it's it's so story driven, uh, to a fault, I guess is is the thing at the moment. But it is very story driven, which is combining that my need for uh, basically direction in a game. It's also feeding that crafting uh that creation that finding stuff the growing of stuff all that kind of game loops that I really really am striving for at the moment all in one package with an actual fairly good storyline I've been playing for over 30 hours now I I found out uh, when I looked at the switch the other day so it's been out for a bit over two weeks um so you can tell I don't usually think that much time into my switch but this one has really got me going uh I guess the cons are the fact that you it's not as open at this stage of the game like it's very please build this for me in this small area Uh, and speaking of that small area you never know where your town is like it grows every time you level it up but you never see the outskirts of it outskirts of it but so you can do this building beautiful building that the, the villagers want you to build and then you find out oh it's outside the area so it doesn't actually count and it's not useful so you gotta smash it down and start again and move it over and try and hopefully get it in that radius. But um, it is very much like that. So it still feels like the tutorial 30 hours in. So I'm I'm going up to people, I'm getting a mission. They're telling me what I need build and how to build it, and I build it. And that's the loop at the moment. I've just finished the second island, so I'm just heading back to my own island uh, again. But even there, it's telling me I want this, and I want this, and I want this. But it is a lot more open on how i do that and what i have to do so that's the part i'm about to dig my teeth into right now so it's literally just arrived to the island uh the dialogue just started up again and i I turned it off because it was late at night so that's the next part i'm about to jump into so i'm really excited about getting back into that very very soon um the that loop is great and i love it and it's just what i need i know it's not for everyone but the, the, obviously the other thing is I, I hate reading subtitles so I find myself skipping over a lot of the dialogue but I understand what's going on and when I know there's big moments I will definitely 100% read that but I miss that whole narrative-driven actually uh, voice-acted story part of the game so that's my other downfall with with it at the moment but I'm still, the the moment-to-moment gameplay the the above and beyond that it goes over Minecraft where it is you can combine a lot more things with the blueprints and make actual specific rooms as long as you do them in certain ways that is uh a lot more in depth than what anything you're going to see in minecraft so uh dragon quest builders 2 for me is a very must buy if you are any kind of a like a minecraft or creation or art like city building type of fan um anything like that you're gonna love this game the the way they use seeds and and with the farming side of thing, which is the whole first island, was really clever. Like it wasn't just a grab this seed, put this in here, grab this seed, put this in here. Uh, it was things like sugarcane, you needed to actually build a, a wet area for them to grow in. Um, tomatoes, you actually had to put them on a on a uh, stick on a pole so they grew up. And they told you why in the game, um, which is really good. So definitely enjoyed that. The combat is a bit hit and miss once you get in a rhythm like for the bigger enemies yeah cool you can you can do the dance and and you know miss the, the It's very well animated when the attack's going to come they give you a lot of time to dodge and get out of the way uh when there's a lot of enemies on screen at once it's a little bit hard let's just get in there and do it but i still feel like 30 odd hours in. i'm still in the tutorial that's the other problem at the moment so hopefully when i get through that sort of period and get t- more towards the end game of it, which I'm slowly getting towards. Hopefully I, I'm not over it and I don't use the sandbox type of style of the game that I'll have access to then and be able to actually do, make some really cool stuff because I've seen some amazing buildings in this and I'm not that talented, but I do want to, you know, just see what we do, especially like we said with the mechanics of, of different combining different things in the world. Uh, to To actually do specific needs in the game, so I love it. It's really good. Uh, definitely one to check out if you're a Nintendo fan at all. Actually, I think it's on PS Four as well, so check it out over there. But I'm enjoying the the Switch nature of it, where you get to roam around and play it on the go. So, speaking of playing it on the go, Doctor Mario is one of those games that's frustrating the hell out of me. I'm I'm craving for a, a match three type game on the mobile um you know candy crush kind of thing or or something along those lines this almost scratches that itch it's almost there um it's very it is you can see where the microtransactions are in it so it's a free to play mobile game that's gonna want you to if you the more you play it the more you spend but saying that That was the criticisms I heard from a lot of people, but saying that, I haven't spent a cent on it, and I've actually got all these five lots of hearts sitting in my inbox from doing certain things that I don't think I'll ever run out and need to buy anything that gets me unlimited hearts or anything like that, because I've got all these ones spare yet to claim. I never get in... I never play it for long enough, I guess, to run out of hearts, because by the time I use the five hearts, I'm generally worked out the level and moved on. I'm only about 60 to 70 levels into it at the moment, but it is it is definitely picking up the um, the hardness level of it as as I go through, but it's still not... Like, there's always one, two, three attempts. Okay, I understand what it wants me to do now. There is a lot... Of, uh, not a lot, but there is some luck involved in, in the colours, pills that you do get, or capsules that you get to to fight these viruses, but yeah, the premise of the game is basically match colours of viruses with capsules, remove all the viruses from the level within a certain amount of capsules, and you win and move on. It's just simple like that. Uh, Problem is the touch controls. I don't know whether it's my fat fingers or the size of my phone, which is a Galaxy S8, so it's a good size phone, but I don't know whether it's meant more for an iPad or something like that, and I find myself putting a capsule, especially when I get... in in a rhythm and I try and do it quicker dropping a capsule capsule in a certain spot and going yep cool that's gonna you know unlock all this and as I move my finger away it still senses that I'm holding it down and it moves it to the right or the left just one spot which completely ruins everything and it's really hard to get out of and I just get frustrated with that game a lot more than I should for a mobile game when I'm just trying to jump in for five minutes and, and you know, fill in a bit of time. It, like, the gameplay loop is great. It's just not quite right, I don't think. Maybe it's just my fingers aren't used to playing mobile games like that, but I, I've never had this frustrating feeling from so consistently from any other game. But saying that the gameplay loop is rather good and it is fairly challenging the levels I'm getting up to now especially when you start getting some of the timed missions those ones I haven't really had a huge crack at because um, I just don't have the concentration when I'm playing it like I'm usually at work when I'm just waiting for some parcels to come through so I go okay cool I'll play it now for five minutes they you need to be concentrating for the speed ones um, and I just I'm not playing it at home because I'm playing Dragon Quest Builders 2 when I've, I've got that kind of time to concentrate on things but Look, it's a free game. If you want a match three style game, and you like Mario, it's probably worth a look at. It's free. I have a crack. No problems at all. The one that has really got me addicted though is Lego Towers. Wow, what a game! Um, I heard some people talking about. It. I think it was kind of funny. It was where I first heard of it. Andrew Renee in particular uh, raving about it. And I just I had a flight to Tamworth, and I'm like, man, eh, I'll download and we'll see what what happens. I played it that whole flight. I didn't stop. Um, the loop, it's great for five minutes at a time, but you can also probably get about 15 minutes out of it, maybe 10 minutes, I guess, out of it before you start going, yeah, I've had enough of this, I need to put it down, but um, it's one of those games that keeps doing things in the background, so as long as you're topping up your stores and things like that, you're still gaining money, so you don't have to be playing it all the time to progress. But basically, so what it is, you've got a tower, it's all made of Lego, you got Lego characters running around, you start with about six or seven floors and you basically, you run the lift and you get tips for running the lift. So you take someone, they say, I want to go to level six. You hold down the button on the screen. You go to level six, you let them out. They give you money. Uh, however, you've also got residential floor levels on there, which you own. Uh, so people pay you rent every day for, for that kind of thing. I think it's about 19,000 coins I get on it a day for... For for rent, I think they call it. But um, then you've also got your stores you can put in there. There's like five different types of stores, uh, ranging from retail to food to um, all the uh, recreational and and all that kind of stuff. So you can pick which ones you want to put in. You get residents to move into the residential floors. They have certain wants in a job, so they might be they want to be the mailman or they want to be the bowling instructor or, or things like that. If you can match them up to that, you get more money. Um, but otherwise, you get them close enough. So if they're in the recreational category, that's good enough. Or you could just put them wherever it doesn't matter. Uh, so sort of you get five residents per floor. So every second floor, you probably need to start looking at putting a residential person in, a uh, residential floor in to get your people to fill in your other stores because you get three places in a floor that's selling something. Okay, so they're important. You need to have an uh, unemployed person employed there then. You need to uh, then stock it, which takes time. Uh, and You can't stock more than one of those three spots at a time. So that's where it holds you back from doing lots of things at once and re- rewards you for going back to it every sort of hour. Uh, you can upgrade... Uh, ...those stores to hold more stock... ...so you don't have to go back every hour... ...then it becomes every two hours or three hours... ...or things like that. Uh, But the main goal is... ...you get money from selling stuff... ...you get money from doing the tips from the elevator stuff... ...you get money from selling your little character pieces... ...that you get duplicates of... uh, ...all that kind of stuff... ...and use that money to buy more floors. Now I'm up to level... uh, floor. ...I've got 22 floors in my building... ...and at that stage... It gets quite interesting because you're starting to you get little uh little missions to find things on different levels so you've actually scroll up and down till do you find the thing that you're looking for and you get bucks which are the notes uh which is what they use to upgrade things and purchase more cosmetic things which is how they try and entice you to pay money for this because those things are fairly important but they do give you a good supply of them. I haven't paid a cent for it and I've been playing it for about three weeks and I'm going fairly well at the moment but you use that to upgrade your lift to go faster, you upgrade your stores to hold more stocks so you don't have to be there as often, Uh, you use it to customise your building but they're expensive so where you upgrade things is like one, two, three hundred. These are like five thousand and six thousand to customize your building itself so it looks a bit different so that's where you start really paying money for it but you do get these bucks from doing these little missions so 10 bucks at a time generally you also get at some stage it puts a note on one of the floors and if you take a resident or a lift person to that floor that's the one they ask for instead of getting coins you get the notes and you get $10 per floor that it is so if you go to take them if it's level 20 let's say you take them to there, there's a note on that one, you get 200 notes, which if you play it, uh, like actually physically play the game, sit there and do the lift operation part of it, you get them fairly consistently, so you're never really out of them. Um, There are points like I would want to spend more right now, but I understand I don't need to, so um, it is great for, like I said, play it four times a day generally, you get a few pieces, you get enough coin to upgrade you to the next floor uh, floors obviously get more expensive as you get along but you start making more money if you get it especially if you start getting back to it more regularly. like I said it's a perfect on you go seeing I've got f- I've got five minutes here. I'll just quickly check out restock all my stores and you know take a few people up and down try and get some bucks and yeah come back to it later. so definitely definitely one I'd recommend if you've got um, you want to download onto your mobile so uh, definitely check that one out. Um, other than that, I haven't played a lot, but I want to definitely have a section in this podcast for Xbox Game Pass, uh, both Xbox and PC, which is the Ultimate Edition, which is what I've got, Xbox Pass Ultimate. Playing a lot more of that, uh, two reasons. One, because there's some really cool games in that, that I have missed, that people have always said, hey, play this, and I'm like, yeah, I don't have time, but now they're free, they're on there. By getting into them more but the other thing they've done the sneaky Microsoft people they put quests out there now this is a bit of news article from about a year and a half ago that I laughed at when yeah why would you put quests in there okay cool you get Microsoft reward points if you're in that ecosystem cool you get a few of them yes you get over a thousand now put to put that in perspective in perspective. Get a ten dollar voucher at about nine thousand points. Now, there's lots of other ways you can earn these points through doing Microsoft things, like using their search engine Bing, doing their daily uh, quests in on the app, which is actually sort of doing things like read this um, search result or do this quiz and things like that. If you do it every day, you get bonus points and all that kind of stuff. It adds up pretty quickly. Like I've been doing it for about three, four weeks, and I've got enough for a ten dollar voucher on Microsoft uh, Microsoft's products. So. That's fairly handy. I'm saving that up for whenever. Um, I decide to actually get a new controller or a game or something like that. I'll be able to use that then. So, uh, But the quest they give you for Xbox Game Pass is, hey, this month Shadow of War is on um, Xbox Game Pass. If you get an achievement on that, we'll give you 100 uh, points towards your rewards total. Or um, what was the one I did last month? Lego Star, uh, Lego Batman 2 and 3 are on there from 360 and Xbox One you get an achievement on both of them, we'll give you 400 points. So it's been encouraging me to jump back in and actually play some games I missed. Like, I've I've played some great games. I absolutely had a massive love affair with Life is Strange 1, which I'd always talked about, always wanted to play, but never got around to playing. I owned it on PC. I pre-ordered it before it launched on Steam, but never played it still. Um, I've done podcasts about it and never actually played it, just talked about the sequels and stuff like that. And... I thought, yeah, look, why not? It's got some a quest attached to it. It's going got to get a couple of achievements. It'll be fine. I won't get hooked. Man, I fell down and ah, just fell in love with that game. It was all I wanted to do for about a full week I uh, was finish those five uh, episodes. And very, very well done. Don't nod. You've just... Wow, that's a game everyone needs to play of now. Getting ready to play... Um, the Before the Storm series, which is the prequel. Uh, I'm also getting ready to play the lead-up to number two, which I always get the name wrong for it, so I'm not going to even say it, but then obviously season uh, episode, sorry, season two, uh, or Life is Strange 2, sorry, I'm getting ready to, to play that, because that is part of Game Pass. It's free. I can just sit there and play it on my Xbox, and uh, that'll be part of some stuff, content I will come, do coming forward. But I've been playing Dead by Daylight, which, once again, a game I own on Steam, I've never played it because I bought it, it was on sale, and I thought that's a cool game, everyone was talking about it. I played like six or seven or eight hours of it, understood the mechanics of it, and then moved on to the next title, but really loved it, and I'll go back and play it sometime soon. Um, Moonlighter was where I found, that's where I found that, started on Xbox, really, really loved it. Then bought it on Switch because I knew it was a game I'd be playing on Switch way more than Xbox, but... Um, once again, a game I found through Xbox Game Pass. Uh, we've just had the the latest uh, August updates and, wow, there's some cool-looking games coming this month. Once again, a game that I have um, already owned, hardly played it, uh, but very keen to jump into is uh, Ashes comes out today on Xbox Game Pass. So uh, definitely... One, I will be finally getting around to playing, but also we've got Pandemic, which is a really cool game that I do own somewhere else. I will be definitely playing. Jackbox Party Pack 2 is coming to Xbox Game Pass. Slay the Spire sounds really cool. Sounds like a i um, uh, oh, I've forgotten the name of it, but it's a card deck building, battling sort of story driven game, which looks really good. Space Hulk Tactics, I'm not sure if I'll get into that, but I'll probably give it a go at some stage because it'll probably be a quest. Uh, But Downwell, uh, indie darling that's uh, been around for a long time, and I think I own it through PSN or something like that. Uh, Definitely going to be having a look at that on Xbox Game Pass. Uh, Speaking of the quests, this month, I just got them emailed through to me yesterday from... Xbox Australia, thank you for that. 1,200 points are up for grabs between the 1st of August and 20th, uh, Sorry, 2nd of September. Uh, 200 points for getting two achievements in Batman Arkham Knight, a game, once again, I own, haven't played, we'll play that. Uh, Metro Exodus Metro last night and Metro 2033 Redux will get 100 points, uh, earn one achievement in any of those games. Uh, battle Your Way in Borderlands, The Handsome Collection, Doom, and Payday 2. So 300 points for grabs. All you will do is get one achievement in each of those. 100 uh, reward points for getting uh, two achievements in Ashes Cricket uh, as well. Play Something New. So earn an achievement to playing within the Play Something New Collection. So this is where they give you five, six, seven games if you play um, three of them. I'll get an achievement in three different ones of them, you get 300 points for that. Uh, Then there's some mobile app stuff, just for signing in, you get some points as well. So, very interesting lineup of games that I'll get to play, and probably stream a lot of them. Uh, Metro, I'm pretty keen to play that on stream, so um, that is what's happening going forward. Like I said, Xbox Game Pass, finding some great games. I actually played um, Hollow Knight for the first time, and wow, what a beautiful game. Definitely not what a game for for me. It's too hard. I don't, don't... I understand it completely. I understand what it's trying to do, but I just don't have that ability to play that game. But wow, what a game. And yeah, found it again through Xbox Game Pass. So that is sort of where the content for my gaming stuff has been. As for life, man, I've been oh, so busy. So busy, as always. I always say that, but um, just like you said, like I was saying before, up at four finish at one sort of have a two-hour gap which is lunch which is what my stomach is telling me is ready for right now uh then pick up the kids do housework all that kind of stuff it's just the same thing every day uh weekends we've been going here there and everywhere we spent a weekend in sydney last weekend i've got trips to melbourne coming up for esports open i've got the yubi experience mid-september in sydney uh trying to get that os comic con as well uh, I've got a Bucks weekend coming up in October. I've then got the wedding for that at the end of October. Uh, just seems like there's something on every weekend at the moment. Um, so the Switch will obviously be my go-to machine of choice for a while with uh, things going a bit crazy at the moment. But yeah, just having a oh, nightmare. I've got stories to tell, but probably not enough time. I've already rambled on way too long uh, at the moment. But um, banks, oh my God, I hate banks. They are just doing my head in. I've got a certain amount of debt with banks at the moment, which I'm actually supposed to be getting a phone call any moment now from the Commonwealth because I asked them, hey, my credit card and my overdraft, can I just like put them together? Don't give me any more money. Just put them together. So I've got one account. I'm just paying overdraft interest. I've got better cash flow. That's all I want for my business because my business has expanded massively in the last 12 months. Um, And what I had... Isn't what I need now and they went yeah no problems we just have to uh, look at your serviceability of this so we f- you can't afford the repayments and we can't do it for you and I'm like but I'm paying the same amount as what I'm paying now what I have for the last 12 years I've had this business and you need to check that I can still service that with my income going through the okay um, yes no problems we'll do that uh, don't give me any more money. I don't want any more money. I just want it all in the one place. And the same with my home loan. I'm doing the same thing, trying to refinance that. And then oh, we had a, we had it, it was just about there. We had some stuff. We're going to do some stuff to the house with the money. We're going to have spare to, from the value, from the equity we had in the house. And then it seems like the valuation guy came through and wrote the wrong number down in the middle. So instead of it being this much, it was actually valued almost 70k less than what everyone else that we've talked to including the bank itself thought it was valued at which basically put us <laughs> like two percent under what we could actually to, to actually do anything at all so oh it's a nightmare at the moment the banks i hate it's westpac and commonwealth they're both annoying me to the point where westpac guy turned around and said oh, I need your statements for these car loans. I said, but they're with Westpac. They're with you guys. And they're part of my business, so you don't really need to worry about them for the home side of things because it's covered in the business, like the profit and loss and all that kind of stuff. Because, yeah, yeah, I need those statements. I'm like, but they're with you. Why can't you get access? No, I need, I've I've never, ever got statements for these before in my life because, you know, I've had them for about 12 months and I haven't needed them. Uh, But Westpac themselves want, the Westpac statements, I don't, yeah, it just baffles me, the banks at the moment. But anyway, that's the the wrestle I'm having at the moment. That's what's causing me my most stress at the moment. But once we're through that, hopefully, in the next week or two, I'll either know one way or other. I'm either going to know that it's just not happening at the moment and I'll put it off for six months and we'll go on, or I'll have it all sorted and everything will be done and I can focus on other things in my life. But, yeah, that's my stress at the moment is those banks. Got to... Love a good bank. Um, upcoming content, though, I will obviously be talking... I really want to get into Fire Emblems 3 Heroes. Like I said, I own that. It's on my Switch. I just need to play it. I haven't wanted to start it until I talked about Dragon Quest Builders 2, which I will be doing a bit of a impressions article for the website um, fairly soon. So hopefully have some feedback on that next week for you. I'm going to try and get back to the Monday schedule, so it will be a short turnaround till the next... Um, episode uh we will see or it might be a skip a week and go the longer turnaround we will see what happens over the weekend but uh, i've got some other stuff coming to you i'm about to do some unboxings at the moment got some ben q zoe mice there to review so thank you so much ben q zoe for working with me again it's been a hot minute since that's happened but really keen to review these mice uh that they sent me the s1 and the s2 which are dedicated towards esports players, which isn't me, but I do uh, they do like the stuff that I did with their esports monitors. So I'll get a bit of a, um, a layman's look at something that is sort of high-end and we'll see how it fits into uh, the general everyday uh, public's point of view. So looking forward to unboxing them, getting about two weeks with them, uh, then do the review and all the other content with it, uh, let you know what it's like. Um, and then send them back, but I've got that, I've got my Surface Go, which I want to talk about a little bit on the next episode, because I'm really enjoying it, and and what it's doing for me, I've got a few other bits of tech uh, that I want to talk about as well, uh, including why I set my house house up with all these different streaming gadgets, Uh, but yeah, and also I want to, probably won't be by then, but the Galaxy Note 10 announcement is a matter of a week away so that'll be upcoming in one of the podcasts coming up soon so there is uh obviously then also marvel ultimate alliance in uh one of the upcoming episodes i'll be talking about a bit and like i said i just want to get into these xbox game Pass games back catalog stuff uh and, and bring that kind of stuff to you as well but that's what you're going to see from here. Just me rambling about whatever's in my head, going whatever direction it heads up. a will bit probably more structured than I thought it would be today. Uh, and a little bit more just flowing, actually. So we shouldn't need many edits. I don't think it'll need any edits at all, but we will see. Uh, so thank you, everyone. If you want to follow me, Shield Zone is the place on Twitter. Uh, if you want to catch all my content, you can either go to ultrazipmega.com.au. A lot of stuff will be heading back there, but also uh lockedonlads.com is where the blog and everything else will be as well. Uh lockedonlads in pretty much every other area that you want to go, so Twitch, uh YouTube, uh Twitter uh as well. So check out all those places if you want to get uh the content there or also contact us at lockedonlads.com is the way you can email us. There is also a questions tab on the uh website as well as well so you can go there for questions and feedback form as well uh, rate us on iTunes let me know your feedback on there as well or any other podcast app of choice it helps the podcast get out there uh, press that subscribe button too if you do like it so you can get it more regularly and it helps with exposure so I can get out there to many many other places which is the end goal as always but thank you anyone who pulled up with me for the half hour thank you anyone who um yeah listened all the way to the end like i said really really fun finally actually getting to do the project that i've been after for a while i've got another project that i've been wanting to do forever in a day hopefully getting off the ground fairly soon as well I'll send out emails about that very soon but uh look it's been an episode of me rambling thank you for putting up with my ramblings and we'll ramble next week have a good day guys see ya.